Hey there, this is the Let's Make It Awkward podcast, where we unpack all those awkward in-between moments of being a young adult. So tune in to hear from the dynamic besties as we unpack everything you've probably been thinking about and more. Enjoy! Welcome to Let's Make It Awkward with your fave trio. It's Lainey. It's me! (laughs) (laughs) And it's Chelsea. And we're going to kick things off with our spicy meter. Okay, Lexi, scale on mild to extra spicy. Whoa! Did we see that? Because Chelsea definitely asked Lainey. And Lainey is definitely trying to throw that on me when I mean, I'm, a, I'm the best at swerving. Typical. This is typical. I did look at Lainey when I asked the question. Okay, maybe that's what it was. She didn't ask you, but like I saw her look at you. So, and then you picked up and I was like, okay, cool. Lainey's going to answer. So everybody who's listening, I just want you to know that I just got played by all of them because I remember last episode, I answered my spicy meter first so So maybe it's becoming a trend that you're (laughs) I think that's what I took away from that statement right there (laughs) last time we polled the people that is not what they asked for (laughs) family feud style um everybody said I'll go first so I guess I will um I guess it's hard because I had such an interesting like work week wise um, got some kind of sadder news that I am losing one of my my dearest coworker and best friend um, from the office. And so that definitely trickled in throughout the week, but I hit the weekend and went hiking yesterday, had dinner with my parents and my sister, have some exciting things to do for the rest of this Sunday that um, I think I'm feeling pretty spicy. And I think it doesn't help that I really am with my two favorite human beings. Oh, shucks. We're all spicy then. (laughs) Yeah, if you say anything anything less than spicy now, it's going to be like a shot in my heart. I know, right? No, um, I'm also spicy. But my reason for spicy is going to be such a downer because it's like, I showered for the first time in a week. (laughs) But it's a big deal. It is a big deal. So we're happy about that uh, thriving a little bit. And yeah, I just think we're moving and we're shaking. So we'll take it. Move mountains. Move mountains. All right, Chelsea. Snow mountains, maybe. (laughs) Icebergs. um I am also going to have to say spicy but for very different reasons than both Lexi and Lainey um I'm feeling quite spicy because I just decided to download a dating app again after That's what it felt like. It feels more like um, 
what's that cartoon where I don't know something bad or not great happens and it's like wah 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 yeah. <laughs> yep mm-hmm. I hear that <laughs> okay why is it feeling like that um you know I I feel like I got off the dating app scene for a little while um was exploring some connections I guess you could say in a situationship who knows oh, so you're saying connections plural oh one one just <laughs> I was in a situationship. I feel like that's an accurate explanation of what it was maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. But that ended and now I am like getting back on the dating scene and it just kind of feels like there are no new people on dating apps. Um, So, but I'm, I I think I'm still feeling spicy because I'm like, Maybe there's not any new people, but all these people like me. (laughs) (laughs) Also, your dating profiles progressively have just gotten so much better every time. And I know I saw a meme for an Enneagram too. And it's like, anytime somebody likes your Instagram post, you reread the caption. And it's like, "Ah, I'm so cute. And I was like, LOL, because I have seen Chelsea sit on the couch and hand select every picture and she has a whole dialogue in her head. And so if that's how intentional she is about her Instagram feed, then like her dating profile is literally no different where she just curates this, you know, perfect aesthetic of her life of like fun and bubbly and like cozy and her dog, (laughs) all the things. How did you know that her first photo was a picture of her and her sweet pup Stella? It was. (laughs) And I am very proud of this profile because I I asked this question or maybe it wasn't even a question but I I was like if you want to know me or something like that send me a 300 word essay on explaining your favorite cereal and why it would be important that your partner like it and I just think I'm the like the funniest person in the world (laughs) I have next episode Chelsea will be reading all the responses to us Well, I think the real question is, what cereal would you choose, ladies? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, this is tough for me. I'm not sure why I thought this was a question that I should ask because I'm gluten-free and dairy-free. <laughs> so <laughs> cereal is like not even... <laughs> so I was just like, if you ain't talking Kashi, I don't want to talk, boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think if I had to choose one, and not limit myself to my dietary restrictions, it would probably be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yum. Mm. That's a tasty one. It is a good one. Well, why? I'm really bad (laughs) at answering my own questions. I have had a few people ask the questions back to me. I think my my other question was, if you were an ice cream topping, or like what ice cream topping best That's describes good. your personality. Mm-hmm. And I have been asked that question and I'm realizing it is difficult to talk about ice cream without sounding sexual. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if you are listening, just stop right there. That is the, that is the episode. That's it. That's literally it. We, we don't know where to go from there. No, that is actually the best life lesson I think I've ever, like, I will take that away. Cause I'm over here sitting like, oh, I a hundred percent know what I would be. And then you're like, mm, and it's like, oh, I get now. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I think it's also one of those things that I remember one Chelsea Ann Thomas once told me to not ask somebody a question that you're not prepared to answer yourself. Ooh. Um, <laughs> just love throwing those little bits of wisdom out right back at you. But it is one of those things where I think so often with the dating app profile, you're like, this is just something fun. And what I'm trying to figure out is your personality and your level of fun. Cause I already know how amazing I am. Yeah. And like, but, and you can tell that I'm amazing because I'm asking these questions. You really need me to answer them for you too. <laughs> like I'm doing so much work over here. I am carrying the team. Carrying the team. <laughs> Let me tell you. Cause guys so often what they put is like my greatest, my simple pleasures in life, tacos. I'm overly competitive about everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> the type of texture I am, FaceTime me. <laughs> It's like the same thing over and over again. Easy going that can hold a conversation. No small talk. No small talk. That's a really. <laughs> Mama's been out of the game a while. I guess I don't know. I didn't know it was so tough out in these streets. I just don't know if boys um, are perceiving it the same. Like, I feel like they're asking yeah. you the question back, not because they're like, ah, she has demonstrated that she is my ideal woman you know, creative, witty, like well-rounded has already pushing me to be the best version of myself and be introspective. Oh my goodness. It's the one versus like, they're for real being like, damn, what? Ice cream topping am I? (laughs) They're like like really stumped by that. So I don't know where we need to put the credit. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of I'm like pushing them to be introspective. I really think that I'm doing a great thing by being like let's dive deep into our thoughts about ourselves and figure out what our personalities are I also think there's an element of asking questions I think it's so fun to ask a question that you think is so benign or like that the person who's receiving the question thinks is so benign but ends up making them go very deep inside internally and think deeply about themselves so being like what ice cream topping fits you best and I think the best response was something like Nutella or hazelnut uh no it was hot fudge because it's warm and a little naughty but that <laughs> that's not the one I was referring to but <laughs> I'm so glad that we brought that, that, that one up the- too <laughs> too hot too hot Oh my goodness, goodness, kids these days. I know. I think what the one I was talking about was Mm. it was talking about something hazelnut related or Nutella or something. And he had like this like very lengthy description about why he chose that. And it just like kept building on itself. And I was like, and that's something that you can that you can build off of in the response, which is like, oh, I like someone who I don't even know what he put in there. Obviously, that wasn't the most memorable for me. I liked the <laughs> hot fudge answer better. But I do I do like the idea of giving me something that I can work with. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Which I don't often get. Well, because so often guys who say that they don't enjoy small talk only know how to eat small <laughs> talk. Yes. <laughs> you broke Morris code, lady. <laughs> the mystery is solved. <laughs> Don't tell the other side we know. <laughs> you're, you're breaking our secret. <laughs> LOL. Well, speaking of not engaging in small talk and asking um, 
big deep question oh I have a question okay since we're talking about dating yeah what is the biggest thing you guys have learned in your last relationship situationship well so I guess we should start and say so Chelsea I'm assuming we can just say that you're single yes. since you're back on a dating app yes we can assume that Lexi what's your relationship status I often avoid this question because I never want to offend somebody that I might be talking to currently. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. (laughs) But no, I'm not kidding. But like, also it's my brand, like, oh, typically always single until I think single until I'm married. Like, that's really my mindset. I am wearing a what boyfriend? (laughs) And Chelsea is wearing a matching one. But Lexi is not wearing one of these sweatshirts. And so like, do you, do you wear the singleness out on your sleeve? Clearly not. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, the, the essence of y'all shirt is definitely my vibe, but I would never proclaim that. But that's because that's just my, like, that is me. I don't wear anything that gives anybody like a sense of who I am. And if you know me, the only things that you know are consistent is that I wear an anklet. Like, that's the only thing that, like, you can genuinely say, like, the always has. I don't, like, monogram myself or put that vibe out. Um, my attitude probably is that vibe, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just being, like, um, just very much, like, no, no, not dating anybody, not talking to anybody. So how it, how it shows up, that's an interesting thing. I don't think it shows up any way different. Like I'm not intentional about talking about it to people or anything like that. I think I just kind of move in a very single way in the sense of like, I do what I like. I like what I do. If you're in that same wavelength and you're in that same flow of my life, then you're welcome to join. But like, I don't usually change my path for somebody else in that capacity. So I think everything about how I move and exist right now is reflective of a very single lifestyle because I'm not like considering somebody, I'm not like being mindful, I'm not like being, you know, out there like that. I'm just kind of doing what I'm doing. And then if it comes, it comes. I like that. That's how I think I aim to be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how are you right now then? Um, I think I'm in a weird place because I, I was telling Chelsea the other day, yesterday, I think that, well, I, I don't have a good answer as to why I'm not on a dating app anymore. And so that makes me feel like if I don't have a good answer as to why I'm not on one, why shouldn't I be on one? And Oh, Lexi's smiling. I think you've been waiting since like July or August. I have. I have. I have. So I'm thrilled, thrilled at this update. Thrilled beyond belief. I think I, I don't know why I'm the kind of person who like, I mean, we talk about this all the time where like, I'm the kind of person who I make the, these incremental moves to do things. And then like, when I'm ready, I'm ready. But I, I do think I have to get to that point. And until my mindset is there and fully invested in that, I, I will not be. Um, and so I think for whatever reason, I also am one of those people who I'm like, I don't need somebody else in my life. Like I'm very, very content in my singleness. 
Um, I have like so many people around me that I already feel like I don't have enough time for myself sometimes. <laughs> so adding one more person in there that I know and here, like I, I would hope I would just like be so excited to spend time with and want to share all of my things with them. Like having one more. And also I think the work that it takes to be in a relationship is no joke. And, um, just trying to set myself up for success and the other person that I would be in the relationship with for success by being fully ready and in it. And I also think it's one of those things where like, if I, I know I said in like six months ago, I was like, if it comes to me, it comes to me. Like I'm not mad at somebody entering in my life, but I'm not going to be the person who's going out and seeking at that point. And Lexi was like, okay, so then when? So then when are you going to be that person? And I was like, September. And then, and then she lied. Ladies and gentlemen can report back. She lied. Forward. pressure. <laughs> yeah, I think like September kind of hit and Chelsea and I did a fun little like joint hinge profile. That was good. And that was a really fun time. And I think it took the pressure off of the entire experience. If you're worried about dating, start double dating with one of your besties. For real. And like nothing really came of it for me, but like, I think it was a nice intro point. Time out flag on the play. As okay. a third party observer to this, because I have to state my case, I'm not on dating apps like that. Like I have not committed to the full process the way that That's I think you all have. I've been on it at points, but it's never been sustained. And we have an awkward story about that later because I really feel like I paid the price for that <laughs> compared to <laughs> you who have been on lo much longer. But observing the two of them double date and like, yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing that correctly. Joint profile. They had one, one with pictures of both individuals. I know, never seen it in my life. I was floored as well. Anyway, and all I get is just like, Lexi, we did a thing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But lady, I do not think that you were letting yourself be, let that be a thing for you, like an opportunity. Cause you were very distinctly like, I'm doing this for Chelsea. And Chelsea's like, I don't know what this chick is. <laughs> She's like trying to go with me back. Cause you, we, I saw all the messages y'all were getting. You were getting just as much Laney interest as Chelsea was getting Chelsea interest, but y'all were only going on, on Chelsea dates. So yeah. I feel like there was also that you were out there, but there is that level of like, you can be out there, but if you're not wanting to receive it, receive it, then like, it's still for the birds a little bit. Well, 100%. Thank you for calling me out. I always appreciate that. <laughs> um, truly, madly, deeply, you're correct because I, but I think I've never, so like I've only been on a dating app twice and neither time did I join because Lainey Allspa wanted to join individually. Like the first time I joined because my coworker was joining and the second time I joined it because I wanted Chelsea to get back out there <laughs> <laughs> and was like also happy to do it and thought it was just like a fun thing. And then, you know, lo and behold, I think we started a trend because everybody started to do joint profiles with their friend. Um, but you're right. I think I'm also the kind of, I don't, I think I have a hard time because it's, within dating apps inherently there's like a level of judgment that happens there and it's what it's a really hard thing for me to be like is this who you are do like 
maybe you have maybe you have answered with one of the cliche responses that I said earlier that I detest seeing on a dating app, which is that like you your simpler your simple pleasures are tacos and that's it. And I'm like, give me more, bro, please. <laughs> but you could end up being like a really amazing human being in person. Um, and I think that's the thing that I I have a I always have a hard time kind of like crossing that barrier within it. Um, and, but also probably because I've never joined solely for my own end game. Mm. Yeah, that's real. Chelsea, you've seen us, you've seen, you've been proximate to all of our lifestyles, um, in the dating realm. What are your, you know, how is that different than how you've moved in them? And like that, you know, we all kind of are on that spectrum of where we go fishing per se right. if, we're <laughs> using, using yeah. that, if we're introing that metaphor <laughs> I think I've realized that my approach to dating apps changes every time I'm on a dating app like I went from being on it because I just was seeking validation to now I'm on it or to being on it for like entertainment to now I feel like I'm kind of in this space where I'm like just allowing myself to be open to interactions with people and like I think I remember Lexi you telling us something along these lines of like being in a relationship or like dating or exploring like you're learning so much about yourself and I think in my last couple like relationship situationship type things I've learned so much about myself every time that now I'm like all right like let's just keep putting yourself in these positions to meet new people, to learn about other people, but like most importantly, to learn about myself. Mm. And so part of me is like, that feels so selfish to be like, I'm using a dating app to learn about myself, but also like what, I mean, like why Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's one of those things where like, that's not the only reason you're on it. Like, I think it's, it's nice because this was a conversation that the three of us had last January in which Lexi said, yeah, I would love for my heart to be broken. And Chelsea and I looked at her and said, huh? <laughs> Fear in our eyes. <laughs> Trembling. <laughs> but I think now having contextualized that and understood more of what she meant by the idea of getting your heart broken is like, I'm okay with the idea of getting my heart broken because I know how much learning and, and, and knowledge gained will come of that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what, like where you're coming at it from. Yeah. It's not like, let me just date you so that I can learn more about myself. But it's like, I know that the worst case scenario entering into this is that I'm going to learn more. And if that's the perspective, why not? Right. And I think it also helps when I finally wrapped my head around the idea of like, I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. So like rejection hurts a lot less when you are realizing that that is like such a good thing. Like you realize sooner rather than later that that was not a person you were meant to like spend time with or be with or like see a future with even. And so I'm like, I think like looking at dating apps or just dating in general from that perspective of like, no matter what happens, like there's some element that's like out of my control yeah and I kind of like that aspect of it because then I don't have to like force things to be something that they're not meant to be or try so hard 
to be a version of me that I'm not supposed to be to impress someone to get them to stay with me like I think it takes out a lot of yeah um takes a lot of the pressure off of it that I was feeling when I first started dating it just it it lifts all of the weights off your shoulders yeah that you're when you're coming about it in a way of like of the like more validation affirmation side of things and needing something from someone versus being like I got it all inside of me Mm -hmm. and now I'm I'm happy to add to my already like my abundance and overflow rather than being like I need someone to pour in yeah and like everything we do you know we've taken such a simple question of like our current dating status and really kind of illuminated the complexities of navigating this sphere during this time and it's like whatever you know tickles your fancy whether it's the dating apps whether it's you know other things like maybe you know your guy friends or you're in a long-term relationship like it's really hard to think about all these things that impact relationships um and there's always lessons to be learned I think is what we're getting at too and so I think there's an opportunity to just like dive in even deeper and kind of you know, talk about the sticky parts of relationships and like the sticky situations. Like there's a reason we call them situationships and we're talking (laughs) about a year of COVID and trying to like keep things spicy and also being in your twenties and being like the hottest you gonna be, you know, (laughs) too hot, but also like, don't touch me because I'm young and I'm not trying to get locked down. Like all (laughs) these things that I feel like we can really talk about because I'm sure everybody's kind of on a different spectrum of like big lessons that they've learned in these, um, you know, relationships or like maybe even navigating the awkward things. Because I had a theory at the beginning of COVID that people were going to start confessing, liking their friends more. Like if you had opposite sex friends, because you weren't really like meeting new people, but you were like connecting more with your existing friend groups or rekindling things with people and you're having like in-depth conversations at least at the beginning at this point I'm like please any notification on my phone I'm like scared of I'm like no 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 it's either someone needs something the world's burning etc etc um so I think yeah let's we let's dive into this of just like all those rocky weird fun parts of it all one of my first second third times on the dating app I we went oh my gosh we're bringing it full circle back to Charlottesville (laughs) oh no oh no I know what's coming oh no (laughs) I don't know what's coming how do you not know how do you I really oh mister are we talking about mister yes we are okay gotcha I'm really putting myself out out here on the line right now but I, we were in Charlottesville. I think this is when Lainey had gotten on dating app the first time. And I was Mm -hmm. like, let me join. And, (laughs) um, I'm just like mindlessly swiping at our Airbnb match with this guy. Didn't think anything of it. Um, and then for some reason start ended up starting a conversation with him and long story short a couple of weeks later he comes to spend the weekend with Lexi and I at our apartment and when I tell you <laughs> this is not something I have ever thought that I would do and not something that I would ever recommend anyone else doing <laughs> I mean 
I had to all like all but kick this man out of our apartment to get him to leave. Talk about lessons learned. <laughs> yes, lessons <laughs> learned. And I picked the worst weekend because Lexi was gone all day on like Sunday, whatever day he was supposed to be leaving. And so I'm like literally trying to force a boy out of my space, calling Lexi frantically, being like, get home, help me get this man. I have told him <laughs> I am sick. I have told him that I have work to do. I have told him that Lexi's coming home. I have told him that I have plans and he is not getting the hint. He's not leaving. And I was like panicked. Um, and so I think that is probably one of my most awkward dating stories. I'm not going to lie, okay? <clears throat> I am going to say that is my most awkward dating <laughs> story. <laughs> like, nothing in my mind will ever, ever come above Stone River. And this <laughs> kid coming, and I think, I think it's, context is important. And so, like, this was not just some, I mean, yes, it was some random stranger, but at the time when we were talking about this as an idea of this guy coming and visiting or Chelsea going and visiting him, this was after like, I mean, it, it sounds like silly. It was like two weeks. <laughs> no way. I really hope it was a month. <laughs> I think when we were starting to make the decision, it had only been like two weeks. Oh my gosh. And you were, and I think the hard thing is he lived in Virginia. That's why, that's how they matched because he was closer in distance at that point. But it was one of those conversations of like, after you had FaceTimed, after you had like vibed and like gotten along really well, like this mm -hmm. seemed like a really great guy. And I just remember receiving a video from Lexi the, on that Saturday morning from her window being like, he's here. <laughs> and it was Chelsea going down to like, and that awkwardness, I think of being like, how am I supposed to approach the situation yeah. of having never met this man's before? Do I hug him? Like we've been talking for a really long time. We've essentially gone on virtual dates pre-COVID, might I add. Mm. And, and then also like, he's about to stay in my house with me. Like how, what, how am I supposed to act? Yeah. Did not know how to act. But I will say I learned a lot sure. from that situation. And I, I think I carry those lessons with me today, as well <laughs> as the embarrassment of every time I hear um, Lexi and Lainey reference Stone River, <laughs> which I love to do when I'm least expecting it. It's Mr. Wilder. <laughs> We, yeah, we do. I'm not gonna lie. We, we, she's absolutely right. We bring him up a lot more than we should. <laughs> no, what are friends if you don't keep each other humble? Am I right? <laughs> Please. Um, but I do think that when I look back at it in that stage of my life, I think I was willing to do anything to find a relationship or like to find someone, even if I said that's not what I was doing. But I was just like so, so eager to be dating or to find someone. And I don't think it's wrong to be eager to date, but I do think that I was like so willing to just like sacrifice parts of myself or lose parts of myself to like fit a mold of what someone wanted for me or like even sacrifice my time and my space yeah. and like allow someone to come stay with me for a weekend when I knew that was going to be too much for me. But 
I think I've been realizing that a lot lately, like especially in the last situationship I had was just that at first, I think I remember Lainey telling me one time that you should just be completely yourself, completely polarizing if that's what you need to be when you first meet someone because then they're seeing the full you from the beginning but I have always had such a hard time with that. Like I always kind of sit back and observe and stare blankly and like <laughs> understand what the other person is looking for and what I think they need. And then I try to fit that mold. And the more I've been dating, the more I've been like, that is not, not, what's the word? Sus- sustainable. Mm. And it's not the way to find someone that like likes to be with me for me. Yeah, I think in the hard thing with that too is that because I remember after the weekend from hell, um, <laughs> Chelsea very quickly was like, well, I'm never doing that again in terms of like having somebody, a stranger come to her house and visit her for the weekend, which I don't think is a bad thing. But I also am like, it is one like, my personality is the type to be like, well, I mean, that's the lesson to learn from automatically. The lesson to learn from that is like, I took a chance. I thought I knew this person and I didn't. So how am I ever supposed to find, you know, kind of that, like overthinking, overanalyzing, freaking out aspect, but then to be like, to look below the surface, I think is the most important thing. Look behind the hood. And I think that's what happened with me most recently was after like my thing ended, I was looking back and I was like, oh, the thing that I need from someone else is to like initiate the tough conversations and like like invite me to be more vulnerable because I have a really hard time doing that myself. But more and more I realized, no, actually I need to do that for myself. And so like, if I wanna have a conversation I can have that conversation and I can initiate it. If I'm sensing that like this is a time to be vulnerable or I really like someone, I can have the ability to say that and not need somebody else in my life to ask that of me, Um, which is hard. And like, I'm still learning how to do that. And that's not even just in romantic relationships. That's in every aspect of my life. But I think that that's the other nice thing about all of this is like, you're not just learning for your next relationship. Like you're learning for life and how how to approach the rest of it too. That's true. Thank That's you. a good point. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Steps off soapbox. <laughs> no, those are all really great points. I think that the what you just named, Lainey, is really hard for people to apply in their life of like asking for the tough conversation because mm-hmm. it goes to what Chelsea was saying of like, we all hate rejection. And even... Yeah asking for a tough conversation doesn't guarantee the other party will respond in any way that is prepared to have the tough conversation. And so then it kind of combines both of what y'all are saying of like, you have to be, you know, in, in this, your whole self so that it, whatever circumstantially happens, like you kind of default back to like, it's cool. Cause I'm still rocking with me. And like, I'm happy with how I showed up in this. Um, right. And that like easy to put into two sentences right really difficult in application and I'm sure anybody who's listening and has 
had either had to have those tough conversations or has learned that through the process knows it's not an easy process to get to that destination and then continue to practice because it's not one of those things like once you have it it's like you're talking to one person even if you stay in that same relationship like that person's not going to stay the same for the rest of their life like circumstances aren't going to stay the same or if you're actively dating then like you're changing up people all the time so like their communication's gonna their communication style is going to change so much too so I really hope people are like listening to that because that's big. Like those are really big, sticky things to learn. I think the other, I remember asking my dad because my parents got married when they were like 23 years old and um, they are now and going on 56, which is such like a beautiful thing to look at and admire. Um, but be, But I remember asking my dad, how he knew, but also like how, how, you know, cause I'm like, I am, I'm almost 24 now and I still don't know the kind of person that I'm looking for. Like the person that I thought I would have wanted to date a year ago is not at all the kind of person that I would want to date now. Mm. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the growth that I have made, but I think it's also like, and, and the growth that I have made, but also like and probably within that, like having my eyes opened to kind of like the surface level shiny things of somebody versus being able to like look more deeply within them and see like their true character character traits. Um, but I, I remember asking my dad, like, how could you have known so young? And also like, it's been, you know, 30 plus years, like how, how do you keep that maintained and still going? And his thing to your point, Lexi, um, was the idea that you you grow together and like inevitably you're going to grow as individuals but you have to choose that growth that combined growth Mm -hmm. and so just like checking up on each other and I think that's the thing that you always you never see in like movies or tv shows like you see like an initial tough conversation and then it's happily ever after and that's what we were taught as young girls is that like the movie ends and they're happy and that's all (laughs) Um, and in reality, it takes so much more time and effort after, like, that's the start of it. That's just the beginning. It makes me think about this thing that I was, um, didn't realize that it meant so much for me to hear from somebody, but it's also like the scariest thing to hear. But I was like trying to unpack these like really problematic phrases that we tell like our significant others. And I'm very sensitive to possession. Like I really hate the mm-hmm. idea that like you're like my boyfriend or my significant other, my partner, because I'm an Aquarius. So I really value my autonomy and my independence. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, what is like the validation that I want to hear from my significant other? And I was like, I literally got chills thinking about this was that I choose you because what it is, is it's like still honoring your autonomy, but it's saying that like, I'm choosing to grow with you. Like I'm choosing this life with you. And I think that was like, when I, when I was thinking about, it, and I know it's different for anybody, like everybody needs to feel some type of different value validation from their partner but I was like oh my gosh that idea of like I'm choosing the life and all of its beautiful ups and downs with you is kind of that exact thing that your dad was saying of like I'm gonna grow with you like I'm I'm already in it like I'm in it and I'm like that's also the scariest thing because I'm like you don't know you don't know what you're choosing but that's how I know it's like exactly what I need to hear because it's like the one thing that I'm like no Uh 
There's well, some other options. That is not smart. That is not smart for you to choose. <laughs> that goes into, and so Lexi brought up the Enneagram 2 meme earlier, but then she also found an Enneagram 6 meme. And it was to the idea that like, <laughs> you like me, that's a mistake. Like you don't actually know me. I don't know what you're trying to figure out, but I'm just going to have you halt and stop because like you're making the wrong decision. (laughs) And I was like, I feel that like, I really do. And I'm like, I don't, but it's weird that I, I don't feel like that with my friends. I don't feel like that with my family. And in fact, I'm like, and I don't feel like that with myself either. You know, like I can see all of the shining qualities of the human being that I am. Like I'm the funniest person in the room, you know, depending on who else is in there, obviously. But um, <laughs> like, I know all of these great things, but then the second that someone is like, no, I really like you. I'm like, okay, trust issues starting now. Why? Music, <laughs> <laughs> orchestra, violin, insecurities. And <laughs> trust issues. Yeah. And I think too, at least for myself in this conversation, I don't even want to flex to seem like I have this all together because if you also know me, I am a magnet for being played and for playing myself and getting caught. So (laughs) one of those stories I've been sitting on these stories. Well, I don't, I was like, tell me which one, take care of the menu of options. (laughs) I also, like, I do the absolute least in a lot of regards, which I almost feel like we should have told each other's dating stories because that's almost a better perspective. Also because Lainey has been on so many dates with Chelsea incognito and also as a coach. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I forgot. I have not, I do not partake. I want this to be very clear. I want nothing to do with the co-conspirating dating. Um, also, I think we've decided that like, I would be the worst person to go on a double date with because I would just absolutely don't, like you would just be like, yeah. let's just go out on your own. Um, oh gosh, and now I'm like blanking on all that. Well, one, <laughs> one is I don't do the dating apps often, but um, I did obviously desperate times of COVID and, um, and really just like the talking to people. I think when we didn't know how long it was going to last and like what, what things were going to be like in a couple of weeks. And, um, I felt like there was a surge of people getting on to be at the beginning because nobody knew. And like, everyone's like, Oh, let's kind of just try this. So it was like fun. And usually Chelsea would encourage me. And then I'd like secretly do it like for a week or something. But there was one guy who I was talking to, which I never talked to. I also have a theory that different personality traits thrive on these. I'm not one of those. I do the least. I'm not very communicative. I'm a way better in-person experience. That's all I have to say. And so I was talking to one and um, he asked a Netflix watch party with me. And so I was like, oh, that's such a low risk, like a low lift on my part. Let's definitely make that happen. Ended up ghosting him like I ghost everybody on the app. And um, then fast forward like eight and a half months later and I show up for a work Zoom call. (laughs) And I, well, one, everybody had been talking about this guy. They were like, there's this guy, like, let's see, you're going to love him. He's like super involved in the community, blah, blah, blah. Granted, this man is a pastor. So I was like, that was also a turnoff in the moment. Cause I was like, I try to be nobody's first lady. Everyone's talking about this guy. I never put two and two together. 
And then I pop up on this early morning call with this man. And it's like, everyone's like, Lexi, meet this man. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I oh, just, have I. Yeah, I think this is so jank because Chelsea is on these apps <laughs> so much more than I am. And how has she never ran into anybody? Didn't, didn't make any sense. But yeah, I just have so many awkward things that I think that probably deters me from the process, but I, in my own, have figured out what works for me. And I just don't think that that's, I don't think I thrive in that circumstance in this phase of life. And I, I say that because I do think that like, especially with COVID, we have to acknowledge like, it's just changed so much about how we show up and what I needed from this time was just people who knew me. And I often lean on that of just like, reconnecting with folks who I already have an established relationship I don't have to explain myself to well because that takes so much time and effort on your part too Mm -hmm. which like not that it's the easy way out at all because I think that there's also a challenge within that when you're when you reconnect and then you're like well I knew you a couple years ago I'm like I'm a very different human being so like you may have a version of me that you think you like, but like, do you like this current growing version of me too? Um, But I do think that COVID has made it so hard because it's impossible nearly, people have obviously, but like, it's really, really difficult to meet people just out in the wild. And so you kind of have to turn (laughs) to these like other forms, whether it is dating apps or whether whether it is people that you already know or random connections that like friends can make for you but um I think we've all met just about each other's friends who are men and there's nobody on that level so I think we have to turn. I think we have that to is a whole another conversation for a whole another day y'all I do feel like front-end investment for a long-term gain. Some of our friends are doing really dope things that I'm like, mm, I can't wait to see your wife in so many years because she's going to get such a great version of you. But I just know too much about you right now. Yeah. I never think that this is okay. Um, but I feel like, granted, I also have heck of friends who are in relationships right now and like really thriving, whether started in COVID or like continued through COVID. And it really is just so interesting to have like single friends and not but there's some friends I have that like they didn't date in high school or they didn't date in college and then they've rekindled now so I'm also like sometimes there's just that little in between of like we're not the same so maybe there's hope for other people to not be the same and that the stars align I always love those stories those are some of my faves I love those stories too because it just shows that timing's everything oh that hurt (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been burned by timing so many times. I really, really, I was like, wow, that, that kind of stung. I have so many, I have so many guys who've been like, Lexi, you're the perfect one. Just not right now. That's true. That's true. That's less of what I'm trying to refer to (laughs) because that does, I feel like that's such a cop out in every single way. And even if like you genuinely mean it, it's so easy to say. And it's so, so there's so many things that I think that whenever guys, girls, like whoever you choose to date, like whenever you're ending a relation, whenever someone's ending a relationship, like it is easy to fall back on the cliches. Cause like in most situations you don't want to hurt 
that person and like there's still some care behind it but like regardless you are like that person's going to be hurt even the person who's doing the breaking up with is going to be hurt um but I'm like I think that that's where I honesty is the best policy and so I'm like timing sure but also and like that could be a thing but you don't know that for a fact and you're not breaking up with me because it's not like right now it does not work you know and like I see it working in another time so don't say that Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I got on a dating app I went on a date with this guy and I thought we hit it off great the next day I get a text and he's like hey honestly just did not feel a spark with you wish you the best of luck sorry didn't work out and I was like oh my gosh like how did that boy in like two sentences teach me that like I should be honest with people when I end things and like it was his truth like he didn't feel a spark with me and you can feel a spark with someone that doesn't feel the same way back but I think he saved me from a lot of like confusion and Mm. questioning and self-doubt just by being like I didn't feel this with you you're a great person but you're not the person for me I'm like all of these other things that I have done like ghosting or being like sorry just not interested right now like Mm. that is such a cop-out because that's still using the idea of like timing or like not actually giving someone a real reason like it's timing because you have like self-work to do or it's timing because you're about to move to a different state like just give the real reason and save us all from like the doubt and the the unknown that none of us want to face and let me tell you I can come up with lots of reasons in my overthinking mind so I would rather know the actual (laughs) one (laughs) but I think this this all begs the question of like okay so if that's kind of how we've gotten to where we are and there's so much more to dive into that of just like the complexities and Chelsea has some horror stories of, and, but Lady and I, and it's the beauty of like, you really got to have your girlfriends to talk about all this stuff with, because Chelsea goes full throttle head on and Lainey and I like are observers from afar. And she, I think we, I've learned so much from witnessing her go through so much um good bad and ugly like the girl is a hilarious texter like so cheeky so (laughs) funny and I'm like yeah I'm not in person like I I think I'm funny in person but over text it does it's very aloof I've been told (laughs) and hard to reach (laughs) I say that there's so many complexities so what are y'all manifesting for the next phase of what's coming? Like, what are the deep things that you're like, I am entrenched in this lesson right now. And I want to understand this about myself and my relationship to these things, like really taking it a deep, like a step further or deeper to understanding, like, what are, what are the things you're working on in order to ensure what you experience and knowing that like there's a level of uncertainty but like you want to hang your hat on this like what are those things for you all right now oh <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's a good question I think Lexi you need to spend an afternoon creating different sound effects that we can just <laughs> institute in all of our podcasts 
but I also am like don't because I like them in the midst of it I like the pause of you singing the Jaws soundtrack <laughs> as we try to think about how to answer this question I think that it's a really good question and it's something that like as we have just completely preached growth and the importance of reflection and how like maybe people don't do it enough or should do it more and how we found that it's so important I think that's one of the that's like one of the bigger lessons too is the consistency of it and constantly checking up on yourself and I think it can be hard when you're in the midst of like learning something that once you've learned you're kind of like all right whew, take me out coach like <laughs> let me let me have a little bit of a breather moment so that I can think about all of this and process through but then you have to keep on growing you know and I think part of that for me is practicing what I preach and Chelsea brought up a beautiful thing that I have told her before which is to be polarizing and to be um my full self when I first meet people and I think that's something that I want at least that's like a reminder of a lesson that I think I didn't I didn't have and if I do decide to join a dating app soon um, or I do meet someone in the next couple of weeks we'll see I mean my TikTok you know um, tarot card readings have told me that I'm ready to meet someone between six foot and six three light brown hair green eyes looking out for you <laughs> but um yeah and only like 800,000 people had also liked the I didn't like it but 800,000 people had already liked the thing so like I think it's re- it was really for me um but I think the the lesson to be learned is like whenever you're meeting people but especially um like in the romantic way to not get caught up with how great they are, but to just like remember for me how wonderful of a human being I am and like that they are so blessed to be in my presence um, because I already into like sort of swerve to that end of the spectrum because I am already so much on the other end of like, I know how great I am, but in that moment, I'm like, oh, it's so fun to be with you. And to to your point about like the possessiveness kind of and like, changing my perspective to be more about them. So I think the thing I'm trying to like learn and grow into is how to still prioritize myself in the midst of like meeting someone new and wanting to show them that I care about them. Mm, That's good. Thank you. I feel like I have multiple answers to this question (laughs) Mm. and what's new. Um, (laughs) We like it. We like a three-part answer from Chelsea Thomas. We do. Um, so I think one thing is I was talking to my therapist about this because we were like talking about dating relationships um, and she asked me like, what are the things that you like about this person that you're talking to right now? And I was like, I'm having a really hard time explaining what I like about someone and also what I like about what I think I bring to the table in a relationship because I'm realizing that when we talk about these things, we like talk about it in terms of like what we are giving to each other. So like I'm Mm. saying, I like this guy because he listens to me and I like him because he like laughs at my jokes. And then I say that like, I bring to the table my empathy, like my willingness to like listen and care for others deeply. And she's like, okay, what are things about you that just make you who you are? Like, inherently you are x y and z and I'm like I keep saying x y and z because I haven't really figured out (laughs) the words that I want to use to be like I like I am this but I think I think um 
that's going to be an important part for me in like this process of dating and being on the apps again is like I think I need to start naming things that I like see in myself as strengths to any kind of relationship including a relationship with myself that I bring to the table um and so I know and I know those things don't change even if I get rejected even if I lose a friend, like, even if we outgrow a relationship, like, I'm still those things, Um, and I think along with that, I'm realizing that so often we're told to, like, make a list of things you look for in a partner, like, describe your ideal, um, like, person you want to meet, like, characteristics of your of your future husband, I feel like, is something that I heard so much all the time, yeah, consistently, yeah, and I had a mentor tell me, um, like, write down your deal breakers, because she was like, that's how you realize, like, you pinpoint aspects, like, when there's a red flag, or when they disrespect you, or when they, like, cross a line that you aren't willing to let be crossed, like, those are the things that you should be watching out for, instead of, like, trying to build this perfect human being that, like, might not be the perfect human being for you so those are two things and then I think what I'm realizing that I want to manifest in like future relationships is just I like want to feel safe in my relationships like safe Amen. oh my gosh <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself safe to be vulnerable safe to ask for what I need and like I don't think you feel that right off the bat with someone like you have to get to know them but I think I've just been in so many relationships where I have like tried to ask for what I need have tried to put myself out there and be vulnerable and it wasn't met well mm. and I think it's going to be important to me and like whoever I date, whoever I'm with to be like willing to listen to me, to understand where I'm coming from, not to just like respond or to have something to say back, but like really to start getting to know each other deeply so we can show up for each other in the best way possible. I love that. And that is my long-winded three-part answer. How did I know it's going to be three parts? <laughs> I think one of the really great things that you said too was the idea of all of these things coming together in a way of realizing all of these wonderful things about yourself, that you are all of these things, regardless of the situation that you're in, but then also not being triggered by things that happened in a previous relationship and projecting that on to how it could result mm. in that current relationship yes, and being like, I've learned, I fine tuned these skills, I've grown and I'm dealing with a different person um, and not allowing that to, to kind of color your experience. I feel like I'm a listener right now. Cause I'm like thinking about my own relationship. I'm like, Oh, I wonder how that showed up for me. I'm like, Oh, did I do that? I'm like, Oh no, I don't think I did that. But I did this <laughs> Oh, so I hope everybody else is really deep in their own thoughts right now, what they're manifesting. Um, it's just so interesting. I so appreciate having friends who approach things so differently. And I'm also really glad that a year later, what I said, <laughs> which really did catch major sad eye from Lainey and Chelsea, when I told them, I was like, what do you mean? I feel like being out there is just ask, like you should ask to get your heart broken. Um, but I think that still reigns true for me of 
wanting to, when I am in something to give it my all so that regardless of the outcome, I can kind of hang my hat on saying like, I showed up the best version of myself and that the outcomes aren't reflective of what deficiencies or, you know, maybe even like, um, assets that I bring, but just that like, I gave it my all and wherever I was in my life. I also think I'm working on letting go of people and not the ideas of people, but just kind of when things reach an expiration date or distance becomes the the gap between things. Oftentimes my life is so spontaneous to an extent that like there are some things I really truly feel like I have no control over, like people just kind of popping in and out of my life like that. And I'm always having to make room for them. But sometimes I think that it can just be like, no, the, the ship has just simply sailed and we just don't have space for that anymore. And then making space for, I don't want to prescribe what the space will be used for, but I know that I'm in that process of making that space um, for something. I don't know if it's a someone yet. <laughs> I would oh like it to be more yawn for my crocheting, but <laughs> over that. Um, but yeah, it's just super interesting to be thinking about that. I also think that. Um, I am, and I've said this before, but I think I was lying to myself if I'm really being honest. If I was like, I'm ready for something serious and I'm ready for to like really try something. And I think I was lying. I think I just want to have fun still. So I don't, I think I need to be for real with myself. I don't know where that came from, um, of where I got that idea where I was like, I'm ready for a relationship. I'm like, absolutely not. There's nothing about this phase of my life right now that I even want that. And I similarly had an experience, like Lainey said, where for my birthday, we had family friends come over and they've, they've been married around the same time my parents have. And so I was like, okay, I'm turning 24. Everybody go around the circle and tell me what you were doing at 24. And they all went around and they were like, married, just had my first child, blah, 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 started med school, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool, this is so great. I was like, now I'm 24, there's a global pandemic and I'm back at home. <laughs> I was like, so I just want you all to make as much room for this to look as, you know, ski wampus as it does. Cause I'm like, I'm going to say all those things, but also I've never felt more confident in my life and the trajectory of where I'm going. Cause I'm like phenomenal career, very happy with it. Love where I'm at. Like feel like I have the world as my oyster. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to keep that vibe and not get bogged to what Chelsea was saying of like what other people think needs to be happening at different times and periods and just deconstructing it all because it's it's playtime it's playtime baby (laughs) I mean I think like the like the idea of what I thought I was going to be doing at 24 versus what I or 23 I guess versus what I am doing at this stage in my life is wild and crazy to my 16 year old self and yet like I'm for sure happier than I probably thought I could be in this current place that I am. And I'm so excited. You know what I'm looking forward to? Looking back on this conversation in a year and seeing how all of the things that we have manifested and wanted for our lives come true. Ooh, I like that. Let's put bets on who's going to have a boyfriend. Because <laughs> I think it's <laughs> I think it's Lainey. What? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what? 
I don't know because I'm in the I'm in the current place of being like, what's my next step? Okay. Which I think when you take your next step, like new home, new city, new people, <laughs> that's when it happens when you're least expecting it because you're in the middle of another step. Well, we all know that when Lainey least expects something, it's sure to come. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Oh, oh yeah, horse sick. <laughs> I'm definitely confirming Lainey will for sure have a boyfriend. Chelsea. I think she'll be on that, like, I have somebody who I've been talking to and I'm really excited about, but, like, isn't quite sure if she, like, wants to be that serious. So she'll be at, like, a crossroads, I think. That's what I think. I feel like I'm always in that. I'm either single or I'm there. <laughs> no, but but I was going to say, I think, like, the wrench that's going, that would be thrown into that situation that's different is the idea that, like, the reason you're at the crossroads is because you're, like, you're really great. I'm really great. We're both doing really great things. Like, is this supposed to be? And like really figuring that out and probably having to take the leap, the like very scary leap across the river. The stone river. The stone oh, river. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing else can be said, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard it all here. You heard it all. We'll have a full circle as moment. As we wrap it up. Yeah. As we wrap it up, look forward to our next episode. Who knows what we'll be talking about and all of the different illuminations and ideas that shall come forth within it. Um, we're so excited that you all have listened and feel free to follow us on Instagram at Let's Make It Awkward Podcast. Love you. Thank you.